I'm Jared. I'm Marcus. I'm Ray. Level with us. Hello, and welcome to Level With Us, the show where we have a cozy video game discussion every week. This week we're talking about Sonic Origins, which we played on the Nintendo Switch, uh, made by Sonic Team and Headcanon, and it was published by Sega. And we are not alone this week. Uh, We'd like to welcome Ray Hargraves to the podcast. Hello, greetings. Um, A lot of people, well, I hope a lot of people would know Ray from Two Piece Start, which was a webcomic and a podcast that... Uh, I grew up listening to in high school, early college. It was one of my favorites and has directly inspired our current podcast today. So thank you for, for that. For better Ray. or worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, my, my pleasure. It's an honor to be here. And also, it's great to have you back on the air, Marcus. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, welcome back. You know, yeah. ev- everyone wants to hear that they're missed. So I, I, I do appreciate <laughs> that. You know, I think... To be start kind of spoiled me because I'll listen to podcasts now that are hours of unedited audio <laughs> with no music, and I'm like, no, that's just that's not what a podcast should be, you know. Peak entertainment back then, really. That's right. Thanks so much, guys. You know, that's why I only listen to your guys' podcasts. That's that's <laughs> that's where it's at at this point. <laughs> Ray, do you want to explain to the listeners uh, the reason we might have asked you on this particular episode? Yeah, I'd say, you know, I'm a long-time Sonic fan, so uh, I spent many hours of my old podcast whining in a <laughs> particularly high-pitched voice uh, <laughs> about the state of Sonic, and, you know, I've and actually the comic ended with me essentially going insane as I was <laughs> sketching out the, what the perfect Sonic game could be someday, you know, on the wall, and, right. uh, you know, my co-host Tim Harding, awesome guy, loved doing it with him. You know, we just kind of ran out of steam towards the end of things and had to end it somehow. And we just ended it with me basically going crazy. So it's only fitting that I would be back on to critique any kind of Sonic that's back on. And uh, yeah, happy to do that. Well, glad we could have you rise from your grave, return mm. to the world of the living. There is going to be a lot of references this episode to things <laughs> only people who listen to Tubi Start will know. And uh, I think it's telling that you you decided to come back to talk about Sonic. And the listeners don't know this, but... Ray is wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt, which I think is so appropriate. I hope it was planned. I, but what if it wasn't, you know? <laughs> well, what if that's what he wears every day, Jared? What would you say then? Do, do you still have Sonic bed sheets, Ray? I don't. No, I'm married now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When she makes me sleep on the couch, that's when I pull out the old... No, no. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Sonic Origins uh, is is a re-release. It's a remaster of Sonic 1, 2, 3 & Knuckles, and CD. Um, Sega has re-released these games countless times over the years. Um, in fact, I own these games at, at least three different ways, you know, um, on, I think, DS, the Mega Collection on GameCube, and uh, Steam. I, I'm sure you could top that number. Ironically, I don't think I could. I think uh, I have the original originals. I I actually played Sonic CD on the Sega CD back in the day. I I remember watching like the final uh, animated sequence at an incredibly slow frame per second because the CD was just churning, just trying to think. It it was all broken back then. So uh, ever since then, I've never really had interest in buying anything else because I own them. I, you know, I have them. What's the point? 
but you mm-hmm. bought this one. So so that's the, the first question I have is, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. kind of case is Sega making here to make someone buy this again? You know, I would say, uh, who has a Sega CD anymore? True. <laughs> no one. You, so if, uh, if they're going to let anyone play that game, it's like, hey, we should re-release this, you know, in a format that most people can play on all consoles. And hey, while we're at it, why don't we make some improvements to bugs and, and uh, uh, make some quality of life changes to things and what if we put all of these games together in a cohesive singular story and we added animated cutscenes in between each game to kind of tell the story that only really showed up in the instruction manuals mm-hmm. uh, but no one reads that anymore because paper doesn't exist so uh it's so yeah it's cool in that respect that everything's together is like the the pure true cohesive classic origin of sonic that everyone can enjoy yeah, that's actually one thing I think is really cool about it is the additional animations and the additional story mode here because for people just entering the series, let's say they saw the movie and they're like, oh, that, that looks fun. I'd probably enjoy the old Sonic games. They might be disappointed to realize there's there's not a ton of story here. Like this is kind of just a, a hard pixelated platformer. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So it, it's cool that it's kind of a remix here, and it's like, all right, let's inject it with what people are imagining in their heads, you know, like what people are nostalgic for, which is the character and like kind of this uh, th- this narrative that, like you said, is more in the instruction books than in the actual games. You, you mentioned there's some big improvements with this game. What to you made this worth buying besides the amazing animations? Because those are pretty incredible. I would say, you know, for me, it's a big nostalgia trip, obviously. I grew up on these games, played them thousands of times, probably. So there's a big element of that just for hardcore Sonic fans. I think there is also a fact of these classic titles really are tremendously A-plus quality games. There's a reason Sonic became so famous over time. It's because of these games in particular, and a lot of the magic has never really been able to get recreated too well over the years comparatively to these core five. So a big part of it to me is it's worth buying because it's worth paying homage to those roots essentially and to re-experience what made Sonic so good that I think many people have forgotten over the years uh, for good reason. (laughs) Uh, So that's a big piece of it. But in terms of quality of life, I would say First of all, widescreen support is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, as a nerd, they've solved things that were always issues for me. So for example, with Sonic CD, many people don't know this, but the music in the original Sonic CD didn't even loop. It would just fade out after about a minute or so and then just start over. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so it was nice when they redid some of these games. They're like, what if we actually looped the music correctly now that we don't have to deal with the spinning CD to play the music anymore, you know? Uh, things like that. And I think, you know, I don't want to get into one of my star pieces yet, but, um, you know, obviously widescreen support for Sonic 3 and Knuckles is a big deal. Yeah, I think, you know, showcasing a lot of the of the early development artwork of what went into these games that you can unlock, those are those are, those are are pretty sweet pieces. That was another thing I, I liked was uh, it has this system where you can get coins in games and then spend those coins on various unlockables. And I really like that, actually, because it means that you can prioritize, you know, I might be like, I'm really not huge into, like, collecting all the character models, but I do want to see all of the videos, you know, I do want to see all the animation or, you know, whatever the unlock that you actually care about is, or music or fill in the blank. I, w- I was also curious, Jared, y- you were asking about 
if this is like worth it. Where did you come out on that? You're you're pretty much on the side of like I own these, so I don't really need to own them, right? Well, I mean, if if we're being brutally honest here, the reason I wanted it was so that we could talk about it with Ray. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> but like I, I I if there was like the biggest case this game is making for me personally, it's the accessibility. Um mm-hmm. like the I grew up with the old games too, except, you know, on the GameCube. And I played them over and over because we didn't have many games. Uh, and yet, I still never actually beat any of them. I got really close to beating three uh, and like halfway through one, and then only a couple levels of two chemical plant zone would destroy me. So <laughs> I love that this game like does away with lives. It's a much more modern kind of sensibility of like, yep, every checkpoint, you're good. Like, if you can close out the game, jump back in exactly where you left off, you don't have to start the zone over. Um, I I like that they added the the drop dash from Sonic Mania, which I think is a great addition. Uh, personally, I don't know about those hardcore Sonic fans. <laughs> I know, <but> yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's just funny, like yeah, I, I open up Sonic One and it's like, wait, I'm spin dashing and drop dashing. Like, can I turn this off? That's not how this was meant to be played. It's like, well, but we fixed it. And you're like, no, no, this, there's nothing to be fixed. This one is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it did feel a little weird. I played through one as Knuckles. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I was like. I'm just gonna climb this wall. Should I? Cl- should I be able? To- I'm just gonna climb the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. a, a lot of just me being like, I don't feel like this was designed for this mechanic, but uh, here we go. Yeah, and to your point, Ray, I actually I do wish they would have options like that. Like in Mania, you can turn the drop dash off. Uh, so it'd be nice if there was a little more like mixing and matching. You know, like some people might actually want to play in four by three, but. They want the infinite lives still. Mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. as of right now, there's no way to mix and match those options. But I think that does point to some of the cons of this collection is that you can't help but immediately feel like you have some ideas for how to make it better. You know, like it, sure. don't, it doesn't take long for you to be like, but what if we, why didn't they also? It's like, well, they just didn't. And I think that's the downside of this collection is that the, the, uh, the classics are so good that everything else they try to do on top of it, you just feel like, what are you guys doing? You don't understand what made this so good. Because Did you guys explore the mission mode at all? A bit, yeah. I, I really liked them. Oh, good, yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of shocking to me because they just put a whole bunch of gray blocks all over the stages, you know? Right. And it, and it, it was like, you know, we could have actually just designed some new levels, but it kind of, I feel like it kind of reveals the inadequacy of Sonic Team's capabilities these days, where they're like, but what if we just put blocks everywhere uh, you know, it's like but Sonic's known for like curved ground yeah yeah but all we have is blocks so what if we just put those everywhere wouldn't that be fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, it seems like the modern stuff isn't handled with as much care as the way the classics were um, well I'm curious about what your guys star piece was for this game yeah absolutely yeah. let's get into star pieces Star Pieces is the part of the show where we talk about a cool little detail that we found in our playthrough or just something we generally liked. Uh, Marcus, how about you start us off? Sure. This is something I believe was actually pointed out in the video series uh, New Frame Plus, that YouTube channel. Fantastic channel. Yeah. Uh, he, He points out the different little details in Sonic character animations. And one thing that I loved that I noticed... Uh, organically, I wasn't looking out for this, but it kind of surprised me. Knuckles has uh, this animation when he's on an edge that is like very, 
very character driven and, and really funny to watch. So, you know, like the other ones, they'll sort of like pinwheel their hands as they're, you know, over the edge. For him, he'll like pinwheel for a second and then he'll put up his arms as he's like, no, I got it. And then he starts like <laughs> falling again. It's difficult to describe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's got kind of this, his personality of like, no, I'm, I'm too cool to, to look look like I'm about to fall down, but then he keeps on. Anyway. The sprite work still holds up really well. Um, you know, like... So good. I was a little disappointed when they announced this game that it wasn't like in a new cool art style, like some hand-drawn thing, or... Like, I personally would have loved that, but, like, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, the characters are very expressive. The the world design still holds up really well. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's not really that dated of a game even though it came out a while ago yeah and that's also what's nice about the collections they don't mess with anything you know it it gets to stay what it always was whereas for all the things that you hope or wish they would do more of you're like well we have sonic mania for that you know they really went all out and doing new things and remixing things and that's that's where all the extra cool stuff is right yeah and i think that's also something that sonic will always have over mario in terms of like early sonic early mario is character personality through animation like mario has some of that but i just feel like from from the get-go sonic always you know you could tell things about his personality just from watching the way that he played and interacted with his environment that's awesome how about you ray you know i have to say it goes to character animations as well but specifically supersonic so one gripe i've always had with sonic 3 is that when you turn to Supersonic, you know, he has like the crazy, glowing, fiery hair. It's a much different look for him. But they only have like his running and his standing version of that. Anything else you do, including like spinning or climbing or bouncing or even just looking up, always reverts to the original Sonic sprite, but colored yellow. And so it was was always really... um, annoying and really takes you out of the moment to kind of be like hey it's like awesome sonic oh wait no he's still kind of lame looking like they just never so it's like if like i want to say if there's like a hundred sprites they only have like maybe you know 20 for supersonic and the rest all got supplemented by normal sonic well in this game they actually did every single sprite even like all the 3d rotation stuff and rotating while while crouching rotating while looking up any kind of like anti-gravity whirling in 360 they did all of them and i still it's so funny to play it because i still feel like it's reverting back but it's not anymore <laughs> it's still like muscle memory for me like visually like oh it'll, it'll revert back here but it doesn't they, they fixed all of it so i was really they didn't have to do that and i really appreciate that they did so was that a surprise like you didn't no, that oh, absolutely. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I figured, oh, they'll just, you know, cut the corners, just leave it as it was. Why why, why touch anything? But they, they it really is like an unsolved issue that is it's finally solved. That's awesome. Heck yeah. This is why we have you here is to like, tell us the things <laughs> we didn't know we wanted. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's cool. Well, mine's been muted a little bit um, by mm. our earlier discussion because uh, I was just going to talk about how much I liked the mission mode. But, uh, you know, I guess I don't like it now, you know. No! It could have been better. 
that, that's just like that's a true fact about opinions. Interesting fact, Jared. Anytime anyone shares an opinion different than yours, yours must change immediately. So I'm, right. I'm happy you caught You're on to that. Absolutely right. I'm very proud what's, of you. No, actually, for real though. What's fun about that statement is that it's wrong. Actually, that's just incorrect. <laughs> right. So <laughs> what I was just saying wrong. is actually incorrect, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah i i enjoyed it because it was i've played these games so much throughout my life that it was so nice to finally have something that changed the way i played i know sonic's all about speed but i liked having extra objectives i like oh pop all the balloons or um defeat all the enemies without getting a single ring you know things like that i'm like extra objectives is one of my favorite things in a game they had that in the new kirby game recently um, they had it in uh, the Ninja Turtles beat 'em up that we played on the show. Um, I, I love just having something a little extra, so that I can use my mastery of the game to do something different that I wouldn't normally do in the game. And then normally in the game, I'm just going to skip past those points. But I love that I could, you know, like ooh, I have to think about the the layout a little differently. But but the thing is that um, that opinion is is now uh, a quick jab. That star piece is now a quick jab because. The more I think about it, yeah, they should have just designed brand new levels. Like, they had all the assets. Like, people right, make fan right. games all the time. Why didn't they do that? Man, I hate that. I don't like mission <laughs> mode. <laughs> the, other, the other thing about mission mode, too, is, or really in the game in general, is, um, you know, there's a lot of time-based things. And they even keep all of your high scores in terms of time. You know, hey, what's your fastest time for every single level? Right. Even special stages where it's always the same time, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're keeping track of that, too, for no reason. <laughs> Um, but they don't keep track of your scores. Like, Sonic also has a score thing in the corner, but it doesn't save scores anywhere. I'm like, if there's ever a time to, like, make challenge you on getting a score over the course of a game or over the course of a level, they just, they don't do it. And I, I feel like that's untapped potential there. Mm, mm-hmm. That is weird. Yeah. <laughs> is, well, I assume it's still there in the classic mode, then. Yeah, I mean, the score's there. Now, you can see your score, but it doesn't record it ever. Oh, I see. It's just for your viewing pleasure, you know? Like, mm. hey, look what I got. And now it's hey, look, over. that's and... a number, and then it's gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, speaking of missed opportunities and things we didn't like, uh, our next segment is Quick Jabs, but in honor of Ray being here, for one week only, we are renaming this segment to be the dreaded Black Doom Award. <laughs> Each week, Marcus and I both mention a terrible choice made relating to the video game we played in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created, Black Doom. Uh, So my Black Doom award for this week involves a little show and tell, so I'm going to share my screen. Have either of you seen this chart? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've not seen this before. So this chart was something they released, uh, I think, on the same day that they announced Sonic Origins, and it's uh, not fun to read, uh, but it's it's more the principle that I, I don't like. Um, so you've got, in the far left column, the standard edition, which has the main game and nothing else. So you're like, oh, what, what am I missing if I buy the main game? Like, oh, there's probably going to be like a ton of extra content. <laughs> After that is the Start Dash Pack, which is free DLC included with a pre-order. Now, there's 100 bonus coins, Mirror Mode unlocked, and Letterbox Background. Now, the Mirror Mode I did find out you can unlock if you beat all the games. So at least it's still there. Um, That was just like a pre-order bonus. You get it right away. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then we get into the good stuff, which is the, the Premium Fun Pack and the Classic Music Pack. 
uh, both of which they didn't say how much they would be. Turns out they're $4 each. These have uh, hard missions, letterbox background, character animation in the main menu, camera controls over the main menu, ooh, and uh, character animations during music islands. Um, I, 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 we have the game now, and I don't know what most of these are. Um, and then the deluxe edition, which doesn't have every row filled. There's still things missing if you get the digital deluxe edition. I hope people understand why I, I'm kind of appalled at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. the, the, the cherry on top is that the digital deluxe edition is only $5 more exactly. than the base game. So it's like, okay, well, this didn't really matter then, is what you're saying. Like, this is... This whole chart is to try and get you to spend five more dollars, or I guess eight if you buy the fun pack and music pack separately. Now, what's going to be funny here is when Ray tells us that he bought the digital deluxe edition. Is that right? Oh, of, of course. Yeah. Well, because I'm like, am I spending $40 or 45 Like, okay, first of all, this is far too confusing. I'm not doing any math. I'm just going, I'm going for 45 It's not a, <laughs> it's not a big deal to me. So were those camera controls over the main islands, were they just like, oh, so worth it? No, no, it's it's just sad. It's just sad that they would, <laughs> I mean, it's it's more like all this stuff should really be in the game and mm-hmm. then they just turned off certain things. Yeah. Right. So it's very um, predatory in a way, which is, uh, I can't say that's Sonic's mission in life, you know, it feels <laughs> ant- antithesis to that's that. no so, good. Yeah, because <laughs> Sonic says... Yeah, this is right. very much, um, yeah, I mean, all it lets you do is, like, magnify the island that's in the background and, like, pan uh, the camera around. And the characters move. Like, they, they have little, like they, a like, loop? they smile and they, like, wave their hands. Like, hey, you spent money on this, you know? That's that's all it is. It's so strange to put that behind a paywall to me. It's, yeah. it's a cheap one, but still, I just. Yeah, and I mean, like. All around, like I, I don't like the price tag of forty dollars. I, I, you know, especially when so many really good indies are smaller. I get it. Like these are really good games. If you haven't played them, I'd say it's still worth it for sure. Um, but like, you know, I hate to bring it up, but Mania was twenty, and its DLC was also five dollars. But you got two new characters yeah. that control completely different. Like it was clearly developed after the game was released, but you're right. Like, right. Like Ray said, you know, it's like they turned a switch off on some of these things. It's super scummy. And again, when I look at that, at that chart of options, I just see gray blocks. I see mission mode, gray blocks. That's what I see. <laughs> it's the worst. Just thing. Like what's the easiest possible thing we could do? You know, like that's just kind of the current state of Sonic team, which is kind of sad. Mm. Marcus, what's your black doom award? Well, Making it a Black Doom Award instead of a quick jab. The, the ethos of, of quick jab is yeah. a small, little gripe. A minor inconvenience. That's right. The ethos of Black Doom is a, a manic rant, uh, which I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. have. <laughs> Honestly, I was just going to point out something that I kind of dislike about the original games. Like, this is just something the original games I wasn't huge on, and it's that you can get squished so easily and like mm. die so easily where you're like oh i can get in between those blocks and then like if this block and that block are just slightly too small for you to be in then you're dead and you go back does this make sense i don't know if this it does. makes sense it does. i i don't have a great vocabulary for it but also the fact that like when you you know stub a toe on a spike you like go woo 
across the screen. Like you, <laughs> it kind of it doesn't just hurt, but it like shoots you across the screen. Because occasionally that would happen where I'm like, ooh, okay, I lost all my coins, but it's gonna be fine. I'm gonna oh, okay, no, I'm fl- falling in between. Okay, and then I just fell to the my death. Yeah. All right. So cool. your 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 Black Doom Ward is that you're not very good at these games. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's my Black Doom award. I think he is Black Doom. That's the that's the reality. It's funny you should mention the spikes because I just had a flashback of when you know I was a child playing this with my brother. We were used to Mario, where if you touched like the side of spikes, you would get hurt. And and so when we played Sonic, and you could like push against the side of a tall spike, we were like, whoa. This is so crazy. Like you only get hurt on the pointy part of the spikes. It just kind of blew our mind. I thought you were like going to start that by saying, you know, this kind of reminds me of like when I was in my early 20s and (laughs) I sucked too, you know, like I wasn't good at games. No, 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 no. no. Well, Ray, the floor is yours. This this is truly a quick jab because I, I, you know, as a Sonic fan, there's things that you just feel. And as I play it, I'm like, something feels off about certain, you know, like, it doesn't feel like it used to. I had to kind of do a quick look and check. And this is true. So with Sonic 1 and 2, when you end a level, anytime it fades out or fades in, it would just fade to black. And I'm like, something doesn't feel right. I feel like there's something else should be going on when it fades. And the truth is, if you look at this video I just sent, and I put it into slow motion for you, in the original games, it doesn't fade to black. It like fades through blue is what I would say. Is like all all the colors sort of shift colors into darkness, and it's a very subtle thing, but it has a weird old school Genesis vibe to it that you just don't see anywhere else. And so it was really sad for me to play these original classics, and I'm like, but it's not quite right. It just it doesn't have the same uh, sparkle of fade that it used to. Mm. I wanted to find something as nitpicky as possible, but I feel like this is something no one's talking about that like drives me bananas but it's it's a cool thing that's just not there anymore that is interesting and yeah it basically now it just fades to black and even fades a little longer than normal uh which to me is again don't don't mess with the timing of anything <laughs> it's just not it's <laughs> don't not touch accurate my baby anymore yeah yeah so now it just, it. it just fades and you're like okay all right you faded so i i remember you were talking about how you know sonic 4 the physics were just completely wrong the camera was not you know panning like it should in a sonic game so that was actually one of the questions i had for you today did they nail it with this game like is the are the physics still are they there or did they tweak anything that (laughs) bugged you yeah i i'd say the physics are still there there's some bugs in this game that like super hardcore sonic fans if i can even imagine such a thing you know that they definitely are writing about like hey like the angle this little loop didn't send me the right you know and i think even for most <clears throat> i think for most casual players are like it's it's just it's right on like this is this is how the games were but there's been some tweaks especially in sonic 3 they didn't get it everything quite right but it's not nearly the egregious insanity that was sonic 4 that was just a nightmare well that 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 was a good summation of uh what we think of the game um but our next segment and our final segment is going to be a nice summation of uh who's the truest sonic fan among us it's time for who's the fake fan this is the quiz portion of our show where we try and stump each other with nerdy trivia questions and uh i've got a special one it's mainly aimed at ray Mm. so marcus you're welcome to throw your hat in but Mm. yeah probably not but let's let's see all right 
So uh, as you probably already know, Sonic CD is the very first appearance of the beloved character Amy Rose. And uh, fortunately or unfortunately, it wasn't her last game that she appeared in. Uh, so my question for you is, which game did Amy Rose appear in next? What was her second ever appearance? And I've got some options here. In in what in what regard? Uh, not just just the, her next appearance. Period. In, in games. In a in a Sonic video game. All right, you're being very generous with multiple choice. I, I mean, well, I'm do you s- want to try without it? Yeah, please. Yeah, 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 extra I'm, credit if you get it right away. <clears throat> I'm gonna say Sonic R. That is not correct. Yeah, give the options now. Let's try this. Here are the options. A, Knuckles Chaotix on the Sega 32X. B, Sonic Drift on the Sega Game Gear. C, Sonic Jam on the Sega Saturn. And D, Sonic the Hedgehog's Game World, which is uh, an educational game on the Sega Pico. Oh, no. It's got to be the educational <laughs> game. It's got to be. You wouldn't list it if it wasn't I'm going to go with Sonic Drift. I, I'm kind of unfamiliar with that one. But I feel like in terms of racing, eh, it seems likely she'd be there. That is correct. And it was a little bit of a trick question because Sonic Drift only came out in Japan. Um, Sonic Drift 2 did come out internationally, and she was in that game too. Um, mm. I think this is her first playable appearance as well. But uh, got you got it. it right. That was in 1994. Wow. Well done. Goodness gracious. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ray, do you, do you want to? Sure. I, I'm actually, I'm really excited about this one. Now, Sonic Team, the developer, is also known for creating a number of original non-Sonic games. Which of these games was not developed by Sonic Team? So there's only one. Was it Nights into Dreams? Burning Rangers, Choo Choo Rockets, Samba de Amigo, Jet Grind Radio, Fantasy Star Online, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, or The Rub Rabbits? They they made all uh-huh. of those games, except for one. Except one. Wow. Okay, process yeah. of elimination here. They did make Nights into Dreams. Marcus? Any any other <laughs> any help? <laughs> uh I don't know. Samba is pretty popular. Samba is pretty popular. Is, is that no, from them? I think it's got to be more obscure than that. Um, okay, I've heard of Choo Choo Rocket. It might have even been on Two Piece Start. I don't know. Um, so I've heard of that game. I'm gonna say that's probably by Sonic Team. What was that second? Uh, the second or third one? Burning something? Burning Rangers, 1998, Sega Saturn. Burning Rangers. Are all of these Sega games? Are these all on Sega consoles? Yeah, they're all on Sega consoles, except for the Red Rabbits, which is on the Nintendo DS. Okay, well that's that's really obscure. Sorry, and sorry, and Billy Hatcher and the Giant mm. Egg, which was on the GameCube. That's right. Okay, I I've heard of Billy Hatcher. Um, Red Rabbits sounds weird. I I'm gonna go with my gut. I think it's Burning Rangers. Marcus, do you want to venture a guess so that we can have a slightly higher probability of getting it yeah. right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Samba. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> You are incorrect. Dang it. All right. The yeah, correct answer uh-huh. was Jet Grind Radio, oh. which was developed by Smilebit. By the same people as Jet Set Radio? Uh, same game, different name for the U.S. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, it was called Jet Set Radio in Japan. But for America, they're like, we need people to know it's like, you know, like a skateboard rollerblading, like Tony Hawk style thing. So like Jet Grind Radio. Mm. Dang. Great question. Thanks. Yeah, no, that, that was a good question. Well, hey, my, mine comes from 
thegamer.com forward slash 20 Sonic the Hedgehog facts you had no idea about. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I think I wrote that article. <laughs> oh, shoot. It says, by- oh, shoot. Ray Argrave. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> so th- this informs me that Sonic had a middle name. Did, did you all know oh, this? Shoot. Hell no. That, oh, no. I'm applying you'd like a, a few options here. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Maurice? Quentin, Idaho, or Olgilvy? Wait, say that. What? What was the last one? Olgilvy. How do you spell it? O l g i l v i e. Olgilvy. Uh, I'm gonna go with A. A, which is. What did you say? Maurice. Yeah, Maurice. Okay. I was gonna say Maurice as well, so I will also say that. Correct. You're both correct. Yeah, you did it. Yes. <laughs> Sonic Maurice the Hedgehog. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the Hedgehog his last name? Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like asking Mario's last name. Yeah. That that last name comes from the fact that in this article it says a former writer even claimed that his first name is actually Olgilvy. Weird. Huh. So Weird. I yeah, I don't I don't know which writer that was, but I don't even know if that's a name. So it's kind of fun. Well, any final thoughts you want to throw out there about uh, Sonic Origins? I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because, like you, Jared, I did not finish a lot of these games uh, just due to them being hard and me being a little baby boy. So it was nice to to be able to get further in these games. Yeah, that goal that goal feels attainable now. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm I think that made it worth playing through these games again. So I can finally be like, yes, finally, I've I've played through them all. Yeah, I would say uh, Origins is is really a solid collection of all the all the classics that are worth replaying. I, especially with me getting older, I feel like there's a lot of things that uh, have aged over the years that I just can't get access to anymore. And so I'm thankful that Sonic is one of those things that people still care about enough to want to keep re-releasing and, and upholding. Um, but I also think it points to how incredible Sonic Mania is and what an incredible job that team did with putting that game together. Uh, really made by the fans in many ways. And uh, yeah, so I feel like for me, you know, the Sonic classics are kind of complete with Sonic Mania. I feel like that was the the true final send-off in many ways. Uh, and and it's almost like if I was sketching out the crazy stuff on the wall, that's, that's what Sonic Mania was. And mm-hmm. so I'm very thankful that that got to exist. And uh, it's just been a great ride. Uh, yeah, I'd highly recommend to the listeners to check out Mania. Um, it's, it's more affordable than origins. And I, I think it is kind of fun as a casual to, to do a little best of some of the, the coolest levels from the series, but, uh, origins is also overall a good time as well. So check it out if you don't already have a, a way to play those games. Well, Ray, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an honor and pleasure myself. You guys are very gracious, wonderful hosts. Uh, it's a real treat. I think uh, you guys have something special going on. Really thankful for it. Thank you. Well, you're welcome back anytime. And thank you to all our listeners. Uh, we really appreciate you as well. And until next time, he's Marcus. He's Ray. And he's Jared. And we'll level with you then.
this is edited, right? So we can yes. deal with my yes. My I'll I'll sigh a little bit whenever there's like a long pause, but because <laughs> I know I'm gonna have to edit it later. But yes, you know, I just saw an old clip from the Shadow of the Hedgehog game show up across my TikTok, which is like, man, they know what I want, you know. And it, <laughs> and it was uh, a clip of him being That's like, a "Good algorithm." He, there's a there's this hilarious dialogue where he's like, "A chaos emerald. This is like taking candy from a baby, which is fine by me." <laughs> <laughs> so edgy. <laughs> That's so, so good. It's so good.